0: Hello, welcome to Shooting for Grand. I'm your host, Sierra Collins. These podcasts are designed to be inspirational for any showman shooting for grand, on the county, state, or national level. Today's sponsor is Steerwalt Superflex, featuring hyaluronic acid and turmeric. A bag of Superflex is meant to last three months and can be used on multiple species. It helps joint health and flexibility. You can purchase this product at SteerWallCattleAndClinics.com and other animal supply stores. We used it on My Champion Tulsa Steer last year, and I would highly recommend it. Today, I will be visiting with Copper Papelka from Level Land, Texas. In this episode, Copper talks about his experience at the Fort Worth Stock Show and the good and bad things that he got out of that. I really appreciate copper's faith and how hard he and his family work in this episode he mentions one of his goals of winning his county fair and since the time that we interviewed him he has achieved that goal he had the champion steer at his county fair so congrats copper that just really proves how hard work can pay off hello how are you thanks for getting on i'm good how about yourself I'm doing good. Um, We went to the Cattlemen's Congress. It was a really good time. I was so grateful for the people that helped put it on.
1: Yeah. How'd you do?
0: Uh, I had fourth in class with my fat steer and with my prospect heifer, I was third overall.
1: I wanted to go, but we're getting ready for our county.
0: I was told that. Good luck. What are you showing there? I'm showing two crosses, or three crosses, actually. That sounds great. So, for those who don't know you, can you please tell us a little bit about you and your family?
1: My name is Copper Popelka. I'm the youngest of four. I, um, I've grown up around cattle, watching my three older siblings show all my life. And um, my oldest brother, he has three kids and... One of them is about to start showing big time, and my sister, she's helped me out a lot, and she's done really well. And um, then we show with our cousins, and my older brother Dylan, he um, he has a short horn this year, and he's hoping to do pretty good.
0: That's great. Um, and I love this question because it's just great to open up the interview. When I when people don't know a lot about the family that I'm visiting with, um, it's great to get to know them. So, uh, what does a day in your barn look like? I enjoy putting on my headphones
1: and listening to music while I wash and calves and work their hair for a good time. And um, I could be working their hair for hours, but I have a few of them that I have to do. And we have... We take pride in usually having a really hairy steer, and uh, we know that comes from hard work at home.
0: That's exactly right. Can you tell us a little bit about your routine in the barn? Um, How often do you rinse them and whatnot?
1: First we show up to the barn and we feed, and then we get them rinsed, and we usually rinse them two to four times a week. And we soap them two other times of the week.
0: That's great. It's always good to have a routine in the barn. Um, If you just go out there every day and you just kind of do whatever, it doesn't make it quite as exciting. You have to have a routine and get it down, and that's what helps build your cattle better. Yeah. So what has been your most exciting moment in the show ring?
1: This is a tough question, but... um It's probably whenever I got Breed Champion at Fort Worth, Champion Exotic. That was a pretty, pretty nice moment. And I've been dreaming to do that for years, ever since I was a little kid.
0: Amazing moments in the show ring are really nice. And it's great um, after all your hard work pays off and then you go in there and do really well. But sometimes, like, for instance, with my fat steer, we worked really hard with him. And don't get me wrong, we were still really grateful for how he did and that we even got to go into the show ring with that steer. But I got fourth in class, and we were a little bit disappointed, but that's, that's why you have to keep on trying and shooting for grand. You always have to have a disappointing moment in the show ring. So what would that be for you?
1: Um, it'd probably be my first year. I had steer, his name was Nike, and uh, all the prospect shows we went to, we did really, really good. And then we went to Fort Worth, a major, and I got the lap that year.
0: I was disappointed because I wanted to do really, really well. So, when you go into the ring and you're kind of nervous... And because when I was about to go into the ring to show my steer, I was really nervous because I knew I was going to be in a super tough class. And I wanted to get out of my class, but I, I had a feeling that I wasn't, so I was kind of nervous. When, you're, when you get those feelings, how do you stay focused in the ring?
1: I flip a switch, and I know I have a job to do and goals to achieve. I've always watched kids like Stock Martin and Jagger Horn to inspire me and learn from them
0: so can you go into detail about your Fort Worth champ exotic
1: that calf all year we knew he was good but we weren't sure how good he was gonna be we knew we would probably want a class with them but we weren't sure if we were gonna get into that class we were trying to go for other ones at times because we just never knew to expect and um, I wanted to win real bad and all year we had worked our butts off and uh, he always got left standing at most stock shows before that
0: and I know how that feels Um, when we had our steer this year we worked our butts off every day with him and my dad was talking to a guy and he said out of all the days we had him I can count on one hand, and it would probably be two fingers that we didn't get him into the barn. And I love that steer. We got him from the May family in Wisconsin. Uh, his name was Slider. He was a really nice steer. Um, and I didn't do as well as I wanted to with him, but that's okay. And that's why I love the name of the podcast I have, Keep Shooting for Grand. You always have to remember, no matter how bad you do, Or no matter how much you wanted to win, you have to keep on trying. And um, I told myself, after I went out of that class, I said, I'm going to win it someday. And that's the kind of drive you have to have if you really want to win.
1: Yep, that's exactly right. That's pretty much what I've done, too. So, we thought he was really good, but we couldn't really tell because of how hairy he was. But whenever Tracy Gretzka clipped him, we knew he was... Really good, and then Luke Doris clips dialed him in. And the closer it got to show day, the more excited we got, and we knew we had a chance. And um, all the, I knew if I won that class, I'd have a shot to win the show because all the really good people in Texas were in that. All the pre-champions usually come out of that class too. And once I won that class, I knew I had a big shot. Because, again, all the breed champions usually come out of that class. And then once I got heavyweight division, I knew I was probably going to get breed. And then that happened, and I got my hopes up really, really high. And thought I was going to win the show because for the last 30 years, the Exotics have won Fort Worth. And it just wasn't the day.
0: And that's okay because... um are you going to have a steer next year for it?
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: I already have it. Well, then, you got to a shot right there, so don't give up. I have not given up
1: yet. We're hoping
0: that we can do it again, but maybe even better this time. So, when you were in the makeup arena, getting ready to go into the Grand Drive after you had been named Champion Exotic... Um, What were the people, what was it like around you? What were the people saying to you, um, the guys there getting you ready to go in for what they thought was going to happen?
1: Oh, it was crazy. I was having people talk to me, telling me that after I won, I was going to walk to the news, uh, everyone in the news, and talk to them. And the people that were in the makeup arena were being real confident that I was going to win. And... Then the people that had the Hereford came up to me, and they told me that once I win, go tell the judge to pick them next because they had a really good Hereford. And it was my friend Rider Day, and that's kind of how it was before we went in there. And then once we went in there, it was just – it was crazy.
0: Dang, I can't even imagine. That must have been – that must have been hard, but uh, it was really actually kind of neat because the Hereford had, had won in a really long time. And so maybe that was a good thing for those people. And I bet um, next year, or you still have a lot of time left, and I bet someday there's going to be a good chance for you to win it. But I bet those the Day family really appreciated that um, opportunity and what they achieved
1: yeah, we were pretty glad about that we didn't win it too because, again, at that age I was only twelve years old, and once you win Fort Worth, you can't go back. So we were—it was a blessing in disguise—and we were
0: pretty excited that we didn't win it yet. Absolutely. So, are there any goals that you would like to share for the future?
1: Yes. For the temporarily this year, I'd like to win our county, which is in a few days, and then I want to win the Patriot, which is the Fort Worth, the show that they're having because Fort Worth got canceled, and I'd like to win Fort Worth too.
0: Those are great goals, and I wish you the best of luck with them. And I know you guys work really hard with your animals because you were saying how hairy your calf was. And that's not the only point. I have to prove that you guys are hard workers. But, I mean, it takes a lot of work to get them really hairy. So what do you do when you're not working in the barn or when you're at a show?
1: I like to hunt and fish and uh, play football and basketball. Some Those are some of my favorite things that I do.
0: That's great. I like playing basketball, but the other things I've never been very good at. (laughs) I don't have the patience for fishing, but my sister, she is like the champion fisher. Yeah. So, back to the goals. What are some of your long-term goals? Probably
1: raising kids and watching them grow up and win a few shows and have my own herd of cattle.
0: That's what every kid our age wants, I think. That's what I want. I know that for sure. Um, That's what I want almost more than anything. I just want to have a good family and a nice herd of cattle. And I know it's a lot to ask for. And it takes a lot of hard work, but I'm willing to put in that work to get that because that's what I've wanted for a long time.
1: Yeah, and I'd also like to get a degree from K-State.
0: That's a good good goal. Do you get that from your dad?
1: A little bit. (laughs)
0: do you have any advice for the listeners
1: yeah our motto at cpr cattle is god bless kids and cows and i feel like we always need to put god first and the rest will fall in place
0: i definitely agree with that and that's something that we all learn every day always let god lead the way because he knows what's going to happen you do not you have no idea and he always does And so if you just put everything aside and focus on what he knows is going to be best for you, then you should have nothing to worry about because everything that he gives you is a blessing in disguise, whether it's disguised or not.
1: Yep. Amen.
0: Thank you so much. Thanks so much for being on here today. I really enjoyed it. And I wish you good luck on your county fair. Thank you. I
1: I wish you good luck too. and I'm glad you invited me to do this.
0: Oh, you're welcome. We've been really looking forward to it. And also, good luck on the Patriot. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to like and share it. And God be with you as you shoot for grand. Thank you.